1: Rudy Giuliani Show. Hello, America. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you very, very much for tuning in. There's breaking news from the uh, underground uh, New York newspaper uh, that is purchased by all the criminals as a sort of an advance sheet for the day. Good news for all the criminals in New York. Times Square now an open zone for them. Nobody else will be allowed to carry guns in Times Square but the criminals, right? Can't have concealed carry in Times Square. Legitimate people can't have guns to protect themselves from the rising number of perpetrators and assailants and people shooting people and people knifing people and people sexually assaulting people. So it'll be an open zone again. Adams, brilliant... Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Let's see if you can bring Times Square back to what it was before I became mayor. You're working on it. You're working on it. Whole year has almost gone by now under you. First year, crime up over 30%. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. I don't know. I don't know if that a decision isn't unconstitutional. Now, Biden wouldn't know if it was unconstitutional. Because remember that time uh, uh, a while back – I'm going to find it for later in the show – when Biden began to recite, I don't know whether, whether it was the preamble or the, Declaration of Indip- or the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. And he said, you know, I pledge allegiance. And, uh, you know that thing. He forgot He forgot what every school child used to know. Well, I mean our demented president uh, during his uh, totally uh, irrational speech yesterday in Philadelphia – um, start starts to rally off not knowing uh, if the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence starts with we the people. Listen to cut 15. We the people. That's how our Constitution starts, the Declaration. We the people.
0: That's okay. who we
1: are. First one to call in and get it right. I don't know. I'll send you something. I'll send you a picture. Either... Sign by me, or I'll send you a picture of Joe Biden, which I'll take some artistic liberties with. It's up to you, okay? So when we get to the question and answer thing, we the people, you tell me. See if, we can, see if we can do better than the guy who was left back in the third grade. This may be why he was left back in the third grade. He didn't know the answer to that. Could be. But he is a moron. We know that, right? So this is completely crazy that you can't um, – In a country where you have a constitutional right to defend yourself according to the Second Amendment of the Constitution, I know they'd rather it not be there. I know the liberals would like to have criminals be in charge of all the guns and the state. I know they want IRS agents to have guns so they have more firepower to collect money. But they don't want innocent citizens to have guns to protect themselves. Now, I don't know if that's um, – I don't know what would happen in another country, but this is like we don't have a Second Amendment. The raid on Mar-a-Lago totally wrote out of the Constitution, the Fourth Amendment. We went back to the general warrants that we used by the British against us before we became a free country. I mean, we gave up one of the rationales for the, um, for the Declaration of Independence, by the way, which is to be free of general searches. It's right in the language of the Fourth Amendment. Why they're litigating this one right on the face of that affidavit and warrant. It's it's unconstitutional. Why it shouldn't be thrown out because the judge gave 11 days to to execute the warrant, which indicates uh, this isn't very important. In order to do a search warrant, it has to be exigent. It has to be very important. By that very act alone, he undercuts his finding of exigency or emergency. uh, He's going to let it stay there for for 11 more days, and it's in jeopardy, and you can't do it by by subpoena? I I don't know what's happened to our judicial system or our lawyers, how they have warped their legal judgment in order to serve this um, fascist government. And it was very fortuitous that Biden called all of us semi-fascists when, in fact, he's a complete fascist. He's the one putting people in jail who are his political enemies. He's the one uh, uh, putting up mandates that are getting knocked down by the courts one after the other, all as unconstitutional. It's called abuse of power. Uh, How many abuses of power uh, add up to fascism? All, All the governors... Uh, forcing kids to wear masks in class for two years when it did them no good and probably did them a lot of harm. That's not abuse of power. Closing down churches, not letting people go to church. Uh, At least three cases in New York found that the governor of New York abused power. There isn't a case uh, in a a democratic state where one of the governors hasn't been found to have abused power by being a petty dictator during uh, the pandemic. So that's not semi-fascism. That's fascism. I don't know, five abuses of power, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, implicating, how about how about free speech? Now it turns out, and Miranda Devine was the one who called me and, and, and reminded me, I didn't remember this. She, she's the one who came up with this, but now the Epic Times has a full front-page uh, story about how the FBI knew of potential Hunter Biden story leak before warning Facebook. And then it goes over all the ways they could have gotten that information, which includes their outrageous seizure of my iCloud account on the day that I began representing Donald Trump. You talk about violating the rights of a person to have a lawyer under the Sixth Amendment, and the only reason you go get his account is because he's representing Donald Trump? So they had any uh, texts or any emails that I may have exchanged with uh, Bob Costello, who was my lawyer, and uh, with uh, Mister Mister Isaacs during the course of time uh, that we negotiated to get the laptop. Remember, I was the first one to get it, and before I offered it to anyone, uh, Bob and I did our own. Analysis of it. After all, we both had, uh, you know, together thirty years in the U.S. Attorney's office, and I uh, and I was in the security business. It was pretty, and it was actually very easy to validate. I don't have to go through all that. But you read this article in the in the um, Epic Times, and the basic theory of it is when they went to tell Zuckerberg to be careful about what he was publishing. Now, they knew exactly that they were talking about the hard drive, which then led to the censorship of the hard drive, which means the government was involved in it, which means it was a violation of the First Amendment. Why aren't they being sued? Why aren't they being prosecuted for violating civil rights? Why aren't they being prosecuted for conducting a fraudulent election? And and you, you're you uh, uh, concerned about whether they stole votes? They stole the election by hiding Critical, damning, overwhelming information of a whole series of crimes committed over 30 years by the Biden crime family, amounting to $31 million from China and, and multiple millions from other enemies of the United States. Man, should, man getting money from China should never be president of the United States in this era any more than a man getting Russia f- f- money from the Soviet Union should have been president during the Cold War. That's not Republican or Democrat. That's not extremist. That's not MAGA, ultra MAGA. That's not fascist, semi-fascist. That's that's good old plain common sense to help preserve your life and the life of your country. They want to change this country. They want to change its form of government. They want to change its way of life. And they want to make us a left-wing, semi-communist, They're semi-communist. No, some of them are communists and they don't know it and some of them are ideological communists trained by Saul Alinsky. Obama was trained by Saul Alinsky. I think he was. I'm pretty sure he was. I, uh, but Hillary certainly was. A dedicated communist, a dedicate, dedicated to the breakdown of uh, the uh, social order and political order in the United States and economic order of the United States. So... This is what we're facing in this election that's coming up. Uh, We're facing these people who want to take away from us our way of life. And then Biden uh, says this other stupid thing, which is you're going to need an F-15 if you want to fight against the government. Well, first of all, at this point, nobody's talking about fighting against the government. It hasn't come to that. Uh, Right now, if we're talking about if if what he's trying to do is say, is the amendment currently viable or currently relevant? Yeah. In an era, Joe, where you hold the record for uh, the biggest increase in murder in one single year, the first year you were president, it becomes even more necessary that legitimate people be armed, particularly since uh, the police have been defunded all over the country, including in New York. There are less police today than there were a year ago. There's less money for the police today than a year ago. The New York City Police Department has resignations in record numbers. Almost entire police departments have resigned. I was just in Chicago and they tell me the police department is down to the lowest level it's ever been. They had nine murders over the weekend. And now you're telling people they can't get a gun to protect themselves? You're not protecting them. You haven't done a damn thing. All you've done is open the borders so more fentanyl can come in. And now you're going to you're going to allocate money to fight the problem you created. Uh, the last year that Trump was a president fentanyl uh, went down. I know that because my son was involved very deeply in the fentanyl task force. They had worked on that for several years and they got the cooperation of the Mexican government. He blew that completely. We don't, even look for, we don't even have time to look for fentanyl anymore. Five million illegal people have come in in the short time that he's been president, that we know of. We, it's, it's, it's your guess, as well as mine, as to how many have come in that we don't know of. And it would stand to reason the ones we don't know of are the more dangerous. The ones we never got to see. The ones who came in because we were so busy with the five million, which is two, three times more than ever before. So he creates the problem, and now let's go to cut 19 from uh, the dummy-in-chief.
2: My plan does something else really important. It addresses the opioid epidemic. Notice how many people are dying of opioid overdoses now? And
1: by the way, laced with fentanyl? We're going to impose tougher penalties for deadly fentanyl trafficking. That's poisoning communities across this country. This is a key part of the unity agenda I'm announcing that I announced in my State of the Union address. Okay, okay, okay. uh, Why don't you go back to the nursing home, Joan? Somebody can translate that, okay? This is the height of hypocrisy, and it's a hypocrisy that ends up in people dying. You caused this problem. If there's any problem you caused, this is you and your open border that has all this fentanyl coming in for the benefit of the country that paid you off, China. Damn, and nobody says that on our corrupt networks. You caused the problem of fentanyl coming in and you're going to fight it? Like hell you are with the DAs that let people out, 50 percent of them, 60 percent of them. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back and we'll discuss more of the idiocy
0: of the unfortunate president that we have. This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
1: This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you, the Rudy Giuliani Show. I, I know that probably uh, most of you have seen some uh, version of this, uh, um, of this situation uh, that took place in, in Harlem where um, a woman was hit by a police officer. And I have to tell you, it is uh, just another outrageous uh, example of blocked footage. Uh, Again, too bad we're not on TV because I could show you the footage that is being used most uh, uh, frequently, and it just shows uh, her going into a crowd. She then goes uh, out of the screen, and you don't see her doing anything, and then she comes back in the screen, and he's knocked her out. Now, if you get the original one, which, by the way, was published in London. (laughs) We had to go to London to get it. You see what actually happens, and I am looking at it right now. It's in the uh, Daily Mail. She is punching him uh, three times, trying to interfere with him, uh, arresting somebody, I think, a suspicion of murder. So we're not talking about him. Yeah, she hits him once, twice, and boom, he hits him one time, and he puts it down. What's he supposed to do? Uh, among other things, uh, while she was hitting him, he could have been subjected to one of those other thugs hitting him over the head with something, banging him, doing something. Uh, uh, it isn't just her hitting him; it's in, in the middle of a group of people attacking the police. And what? And where does she come off hitting the police? And uh, and she's trying to defend an a, a, an a, an accused, uh, I think, murderer. And but but of course the press. Uh, disgustingly doctors the footage. So you can't get a fair picture. It looks like he just hit her for no reason. It does not show that he was doing his job. She came from behind him and hit him at least twice. He turned around and hit her. You could even say, I guess if I were defending him, I'd say... It happened so quickly, he he might not have even focused on the fact that it was a woman. You get hit and you react. And anybody hitting you there, there's danger that everybody else is going to pile up on you. So stop this. Stop lying. Stop creating problems when there are legitimate reasons for why the police do what they do. It, It wasn't the cop who's accused of murder. It's her boyfriend. And they describe it, they describe it as a horrifying moment. A, a male detective punched a woman in the face so hard she is knocked to the pavement. By the way, she got right up. It happened on West 136th Street in Harlem. And uh, the, police officer, the police officer, as far as I can tell, has a fine record. And he was doing his job. The guy they were arresting had a tremendous amount of drugs on him. He had a loaded firearm. And as they began to try to arrest the guy, a, a number of people started to assault the police officer. They were just getting it under control. They have to have him been pounded pretty hard themselves. I don't know if, if the police officer who did the shooting actually got hit uh, in the early stages, but... We'll try to get the earlier footage, but they're going to keep that hidden as far as they can. And then she comes up to it and comes up behind him and hits him. And then he turns around. She, he either, she either hits him twice and he turns around or she hits him once, turns around, she hits him again. And then he very, very quickly uh, just does a very short right hand and puts it down. And they go down and look at her and she... Uh, she has some blood on her, and she gets up. Show the whole film. And they say that she slapped at Kinsey's arm. Now, I'm going to look at it again. She didn't slap at his arm. She punched him. Punched him. Yeah, pump, boom. I can. That's a punch. I used to box. I don't want to box anymore. I never gotten hit. It's not a, not a challenge, but there you go. It's a clear, uh, the first one, the first one may have been a push. The second one is definitely a punch. But you got to get this footage from the Daily Mail and you got to preserve it because this is going to disappear. This footage is going to, his lawyers better keep this because this is what they'll do with the trial. And this is how he'll get acquitted and everybody get all upset. How did he get acquitted? Because the crooked prosecutor will play the doctored version of it. It will look like he hit her for no reason, and then there will be 12 honest people in the jury, and I'll get up as his defense lawyer and say uh, – uh, and, say, and, and uh, first get it in evidence as, the, as an accurate uh, rendition of what happened that day and say, is this the rest of the footage that wasn't shown to you? And you see her coming up, pushing him while he's trying to do the job of arresting an accused murderer and then punching him and then he immediately reacts it's almost like an instinctual reaction and he hits her uh, and the jury's going to say gosh i don't know if he if he wasn't doing that to to protect himself and the other cops from uh, this whole thing breaking out again and somebody getting killed so Watch it, and please be aware of the fact that your uh, the 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 the, the uh, networks that show you the part without her hitting him first are dishonest, crooked. We'll be back after this message. Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back again on uh, the Rudy Giuliani show. And uh, with common sense, we'll uncover the truth and get to a solution. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani show. And now we're going to go uh, uh, right uh, to our wonderful callers, And let's um, let's go to a lane in uh, Wayne.
3: Well, I like to know: Did Biden pay taxes on the 51 million dollars he got from China? And here he's expanding the IRS on us. Did he pay taxes on that 51 million? Uh,
1: I uh, well, it's I, I I don't want to correct you, but it, it probably is 51 million. But I mean,
3: 31 million. Yeah,
1: that, that's the part that's uh, yeah. that that for sure. It probably closer to 100. But in any event, no. As far as I know, he didn't, uh, and it's all been laundered. I mean they had a very, very elaborate laundering uh, scheme, which is why they – that guy was in the White House, what was it, 50 times that Eric – forgotten his last name – who basically was the go-between that handled the joint funds of Hunter and Joe. And remember – always remember Hunter's words, which uh, they like to even now uh, (laughs) semi-suppress. Hunter tells you, you don't have to be confused, that for 30 years, half of his income he gave to his father. Which means when he got money, and obviously uh, he got it for, um, for Joe's influence. Joe got half of that money, which makes it a bribe, each one of them a separate bribe. And with that many bribes over that period of time and that organizational structure, which included uh, Hunter's uh, uncle, James, who he loved uh, dearly, more than his father, it seems. If you read the – I mean I've become an expert, unfortunately, on the inner workings of that perverted family. Um, This this is a racketeering case. I mean it's right, right out of the textbooks. I, I mean, I, I, I think it was two years ago that I did the chart on my podcast, probably podcast 12, 13 out of 258. Those podcasts are going to be interesting someday because they're like uh, living history because I lived through it, you know, and, and I put it there because I, I, I started to do podcasts because nobody was reporting on Biden's crimes. <laughs> this is been a... Hell of a struggle getting out the fact that Biden is a major criminal, and I and 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 uh, I mean I began originally in order to defend Donald Trump because, in essence, they were doing in in Ukraine what they were falsely accusing Trump of doing in Russia, and uh, we could show that a lot of the information they picked up was false and originated in. Ukraine. Uh, some of the conspirators were there. Some of the information was gathered there. Some of the phony documents were put together there. That's why I was investigating it, and then they told me about Joe's bribe which they told me about like everybody in Ukraine knows that Biden bribed Poroshenko to get Burisma and Sloshevsky off the hook and uh, Poroshenko got a fortune And Biden, they always believe that Biden got $20 Now, we we can't prove that. But there is a witness the FBI just completely uh, let disappear who was willing to testify about Biden's offshore bank accounts. And we gave uh, all of the contact information to the FBI at the uh, request of Barr a a year before the election, about a year before. Uh, They never did anything to follow up on it. And the woman was claiming she was in fear for her life. Her husband had already died uh, in a suspicious car accident. He was Zoshevsky's partner. So this, I mean, this, this is a really, really terrible case. And I've been telling you the truth about it from the beginning. And it comes from my defense of my client and, excuse me, a sense of justice. When I, uh, this is not just a small crime this is selling out your country at the highest levels of both governments those men sold out the united states and ukraine oh uh, let's go to larry in brooklyn
2: yeah hi rudy you know about about the incident that you that you said was recorded with the woman who was punched you know any top any any cop that uh, that gets prosecuted for incidents like this or sanctioned should sue the crap out of the city for equal protection violation because he's not getting as much protection as the uh, as the as the perpetrator as the perpetrators of crime, and to wit, you know if if somebody interferes with a cop while he's arresting um, a, a murder suspect. Any interference at all, any distraction is risking the cop's life because that's a dangerous man he's dealing with. I don't care if she grabs his arm or or or, or tickles him. You know, the point of the matter is his life is at stake oh, absolutely. in the process of arresting a, 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 a very dangerous person. And, and now and, I was in the subway. So,
1: yeah, There was actually an altercation beforehand that they don't bother to show, which would explain why the cop would be uh, in that state of mind. Like it was as if she was going to start it up all, all over again. They had just, they had just, uh, they were getting pounded. They finally got it under control, and she comes from nowhere and she uh, hits him, and then she hits him again. So in essence, he he was stopping another conflag- conflagration from starting.
2: Right. And now these these cops are in the middle of the fray. And I was in the subway yesterday, and I saw the cops are. They have abdicated the deterrent function completely uh there was There was a couple of mentally Ill, crazy people, one on the platform who, on a crowded platform that looked like he he almost slugged me he was he was walking by cursing at people and he looked like the type of guy that would just you know give somebody a sucker punch. And uh, I walked upstairs. The cops are upstairs. One of them is leaning. The, the female cop is, le- is, is sitting is sitting down by on one of those big things uh, they have there. And the, and the other one is looking out, looking down over the railing. Now they don't want to be down on the platform and deter something like this because they're afraid that if they get if they get involved with with um, with, uh, with with uh, in, with people that interfere with citizens that try to stop them from doing their jobs, they're going to get in trouble. So what they want to do is they want to let a crime happen and then chase the perpetrator after the damage is done. Yeah. So that's, somebody could get killed after that. Yeah, yeah that no, and that's policing? exactly
1: what I changed in the police department. Well, One of the things that I created that actually uh, people don't really note is one of the reasons for the massive reduction of crime is proactive policing. It's not given as much attention as the as Comstat or um, the broken windows theory. I and mean, it really is an offshoot of Comstat. The idea of the police is not to arrest people. That's kind of a failure. You have to do it. It's a deterrent. The idea of the police is to prevent crime. And that's the highest and best use of the police, to prevent crime. So you want the cops to go in early. And if you want them to go in early, you've got to take the risk they're going to make some mistakes. But the mistakes uh, are minor in comparison to the lives they save. So you've got to, first of all, to run a city, you have to be intelligent. A lot of the things that are done in the city right now are just plain stupid. I mean, it's, it's it's outrageous. They're just plain stupid. You know, there's a candidate running in Pennsylvania, Fetterman, who has supported... Oh, my goodness, every left-wing communist thing imaginable, including defunding the police. So Biden is there yesterday, and Biden makes this speech about wherefore, funding the police, not defunding the police. Well, the guy he's supporting spent two years going around arguing for defunding the police. I mean, Fetterman looks like he'd be really comfortable in red China with the positions that he's taken. He wants all student loans uh, canceled. So you can all, all of you who didn't go to college can pay for everybody who went to college. All of them. He's running against Oz. And uh, I mean, this guy is left of (laughs) Bernie. Let's listen to Biden. Uh, uh, It's cut 22, supporting the guy who supports defunding the police, although. He Biden doesn't support defunding, blame, but he wants you to. He wants you to. Um, he, he wants you to make this guy uh, the 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 senator. Please, please, elect the attorney general of the Senate. Yeah. Elect that big old boy to be governor. Well, I mean, uh, that big old boy is Fetterman. And Fetterman is—I don't think there's anybody that would agree—that uh, Fetterman is left of left. And uh, there are—and we'll get him out over the course of the campaign—a uh, a very big advocate of uh, defunding uh, the, the of defunding the police. I mean, it's really—it's uh, really—it's really a shame. And I think he has it backwards. If I if I heard him correctly, and I may be wrong, I think he he has um, Federman running for governor. Uh no, he's running for senate. And he has Shapiro running for the senate, and he's running for governor. Yeah, but must must have been bad weather in. I mean, okay, you can get those wrong. It isn't. It isn't any single ridiculous thing he says or does. It's half of what he says is wrong. Play 22 again, let's see if I have that right. I don't want to accuse him of being wrong when he wasn't. Please, please, elect the Attorney General of the Senate. That's Shapiro. Elect that big old boy to be governor. It's just the opposite way around. And probably those dis- descriptions of them, he didn't remember their names. He probably didn't have it on a piece of paper and he didn't remember their names. Like he doesn't remember his defense secretary's name. Uh, I don't know why we put up with this. Why? And I don't know what damage we're doing to our country, even uh, from a point of view of precedent, in allowing uh, of a president who is demonstrably suffering from the illness of dementia and it is doing what the illness of dementia does. It's getting worse before our eyes. Now we're going to, now we're going to have our little contest on. uh, Oh my goodness. I had somebody here that wanted to do we the people and I think they went away from us. So let's go to, let's go, let's go to the authority, Jimmy in Brooklyn.
3: Hello, Mr. Mayor. This is uh, something very important here. Biden, before the communist Chinese reached Biden, the Soviet communists reached Biden. The Soviets mounted a major campaign. This is in the Soviet publications. The Soviets mounted a major campaign to oppose Reagan's military buildup. They mounted a major campaign to prevent Reagan from stopping what the communists call the liberation movements in Latin America. Mm-hmm. The Soviets founded a group called Council for a Livable World. That Council for a Livable World is connected to the KGB Front Group Institute for Policy Studies. That communist group, Council for a Livable World, they're the guy that found Biden and first put Biden in office. Biden, as senator, three times voted against aid to the freedom fighters in Nicaragua. So Biden was basically a Soviet puppet all that time. And now he works with communist China. One more thing. There was a CIA defector named Philip Agee. He defected. Re- and remem- the I, re- na- I, I remember him. That, yeah. That- well, he defected and he he revealed the names that he said were CIA agents around the world. It was published in a publication, Covert Action Information Bulletin, because he exposed the names of CIA agents or people he said were CIA agents. At least two of them were murdered by the communists. So our government made a law to make it illegal to reveal the names of CIA agents. The law was called the Agent's Identity and Protection Act. Chuck Schumer voted against that. So basically Schumer had no problem with the enemy killing our our CIA agents. Schumer was the main guy pushing uh, Garland to be in the Supreme Court. Garland now is waging war using his position— in the in the justice department to wage war against MAGA, MAGA who's trying to protect America and defend America from Russia, China, Iran and the drug cartels. This is a major, absolutely major communist underground that's not underground. I've been able to work against it, expose it 34 years. I'm trying to get the conservative media people involved in this. This is very serious stuff. You
1: get you get you get I think of all the conservative publications, and I think you get the best coverage in Epic Times, Epoch Times or Epic Times on this issue. They devote a good deal of their space. Uh, it is, albeit, uh, uh, focused more on China on the CCP uh, than uh, Russia, but they spend time on Russia, and I would say they have the best coverage of at least the things that I read about what's going on uh, you know behind the scenes both in China and how they've infiltrated the US but well, we're going to take a short break and when we come back we will have the mayor's final words
3: Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani.
1: Uh, This is Rudy Giuliani, back with uh, the Tunnel to Towers mayor's final thoughts. Uh, Tunnel to Towers is uh, the organization that is there for our uniformed service members when tragedy strikes, when they lose their lives in the line of duty and their families are left uh, uh, paralyzed, crushed, it's uh, usually frank siller representing t2t that ends up there first and make sure that the mortgage is paid for as a starter and uh, you 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 i think probably have heard on wabc over the years and on tv uh, uh testimonials by uh the uh, widows and widowers who who were affected and what it meant for them that that act i've seen it personally i was there Uh, When when um, when when Frank did it the first time, the very first time, and uh, each time I've seen it, it's it's remarkable what that does. I, I sort of give the person a feeling I'm not alone. And then, of course, their magnificent work in building smart homes for those who are not killed, but are seriously disabled, you know, without limbs and they build smart homes where they can have maximum maximum independence which is um which is ab- absolutely absolutely critical to their uh, being able to uh to have a sense of you know of who they are and what they are well i think the uh big the big the big uh shocker today is the unrealistic uh nature of uh, the New York City, Biden, and the Democrats uh, basically wanting to take guns out of the hands of innocent people at a time in which they are not doing their job in reducing crime. Now, I, I don't think they have the power to do it anyway. So don't, this is not uh, here now a constitutional argument because I think this is well beyond anything they can do constitutionally. But as a practical argument, If you're going to start reducing the ability of innocent people to have guns, I don't see how you do that at a time of a crime epidemic that's going on in this country. Last year, more cities than ever before set a record for homicide under Joe Biden because of his policies and the policies of his party. Most of those cities are Democrat dictatorships. They're not just Democratic cities. They're democratic dictatorships. They run everything. They're in charge of everything. They have substantial corruption, not just in elections, but in everything else. Those cities are on their way, excuse me, those cities are on their way to similar years this year. Large amounts of murder, shootings, And now additional crimes, 120% increase in carjacking in these cities. 40, 50% of the people arrested, 60% let out right away. Another 20% let out in a couple of days. I mean, an arrest, maybe there's a 20% chance you're going to be in jail. Uh, Police officers not supported when they have to make arrests like the distortion that's being done in New York on this police officer hitting a woman. He didn't hit a woman like he wanted to hit a woman. He was in the middle of a very difficult arrest of a suspected murderer, and it looks like career criminal. There was tremendous resistance to that arrest. Great danger for the police officers involved, and possibly even some of the innocent citizens. You don't see any of that before. The situation has gotten under control. They're about ready to take him in and she comes out of nowhere and she punches him twice. Now the main picture shown to you on television tonight, she disappears into the black frame when she punches him. And when she comes out, you don't see her punching him, you just see him punching her as if there was no reason for doing it. Stop doing this to cops. What are you, anarchists? Whether he was right or wrong, people are entitled to see what happened, not what you want them to see happen. How crooked are you? How dishonest are you? Don't you have any integrity? A man's life is involved. He has a right to have the full facts out there. He did not punch her for no reason. He punched her because she hit him twice. And it wasn't just hitting him like in the middle of the street, nothing going on. The hitting of him could have started the whole conflagration again. They were surrounded by people who wanted to hurt them, kill them. And all of this to help a criminal get away. And, and we've got the media on on her side don't we because they chop it up so the people don't get the full uh, uh, picture this is what we're living with every time you see this you've got to be alert if you want to be an intelligent person that you're being lied to better chance the meteor is lying to you than telling you the truth that's why you got to stick with WABC and places like that This is Rudy Giuliani. We'll be back tomorrow with more of this. And God bless America!